Welcome to Akatink Unitarian Universalist Church live stream worship service. I'm Reverend Pippin Whitaker, your minister. Akatink UU Church is a welcoming and inclusive community that seeks to create a more just and compassionate world through our actions to bring about justice and by honoring the web of nature of which we are a part. All are welcome here, no matter whom you love, no matter your identity or heritage, no matter your beliefs or background, no matter your means or gifts, you are welcome here in this religious community. And you are also welcome to share in our virtual coffee hour after worship. We'll paste the link in the chat box and it's also in the weekly email. If you don't have the link from our weekly email, you can get it from our online chat later or email info at akatinkuu.org and Allie Mills will be happy to send you what you need. I wanna make a quick note about our use of Zoom. I know some of you have looked at the news lately and there's, I guess, a little concern over Zoom bombing and I want you to be comfortable and rest assured that we have taken every suggested security measure. And in fact, for weeks, we've known about this feature in Zoom and this possible Zoom bombing. And we have used passwords and other things in order to keep our space more secure. Still, as we are when we're in person, just online, people could also potentially get in. And because of that, we have ongoing monitors during worship. So rest assured, we are providing as safe a space as possible. I now introduce you to our worship associate, Nancy Melito. And good morning. I am in fact, Nancy Melito, your worship associate for today. I invite you to close your other windows and apps and devices, take a deep breath and center yourself for worship. If you are new to Akatink and would like to talk more about this church, please be sure to reach out to me, to our minister, Reverend Pippin, or a member of the board. Contact information is posted on our website at www.akatinkuu.org. On our website, you can check the online order of service on the worship section of our webpage. And while you are on the website, be sure to check out our events page for upcoming virtual gatherings and other news. I wanna welcome us into the space of worship now. And we begin with our chalice lighting. I urge that you allow your spirits to be kindled in this time and know we are resilient. We always knew that we were resilient and now we have the evidence right here at our fingertips. Look at everyone in worship. We are resilient together. The chalice lighting words are from Reverend Karen Johnston, gather together. Do not be alone right now. Gather together, gather together, and gathering together grows courage in ourselves and in others who see the numbers swelling. It is a small thing, but it is a thing. And right now it is an important thing. 
great sources of wisdom remind us, just because you cannot stem the tide of all hate, it is still right to do the thing you can do. Things add up. Your one thing and my one thing, his one thing and their one thing and her one thing, together it becomes a big thing. Do not be alone right now. Do not let me be alone. Any liberation, all liberation is collective liberation. My freedom is bound with yours and yours with mine inextricably. Let us together cast our lots doing this big thing, bending the moral arc of the universe towards justice. We come together as we have for nearly 40 years to give and to receive to deepen our breath and spirit in our brief time on this planet, and to seek justice and answers to questions we can hardly articulate. But first and foremost, we give and receive with one another. Especially now we awaken to the power of this gathered community. By simply coming together, we are embodying sympathy to one another. We are all caring sympathy, caring seekers. And our presence now and in coffee hour afterward and in other places through this, we offer reassurance despite the physical distance. By coming here to this well of care and dipping your fingertips in it, you can be nurtured here. You and then everyone you touch. This is why we gather intuitively seeking liberation that is woven between us and that grows stronger and brighter the more we seek it. Come, let us worship. Weaving Our Path by Martha Dallas. Imagine with me that you're going along a trail in the woods and you come across a steep gorge with the river rushing at the bottom. There is only one way to get across. You see a bridge and it's made of long overgrown grass. What questions would you have before you set foot on that grass bridge? How about, is it strong enough to hold me? And just as important, do the people who made the bridge still walk across it? While we don't have bridges made of grass in Virginia, I have an example of a bridge. In South America, many grass bridges were built for hundreds of years by the Inca people. They made fresh bridges once a year. Each person had a special role to play in building the bridge. Some took the grass and twisted it into long ropes. Others wove the ropes into thick braids. The braids were then twisted into cables as thick as your arm. Certain people strung the cables across the gorge. And finally, there were riggers who would lash the cables together to create a footbed to walk on and rails 
on each side to hold. Each person did their part as best they could, and they relied on everyone else to do their part because every one of them needed that bridge to safely carry them across the river whenever they needed to go that way. I tell you about grass bridges this morning for two reasons. First, it reminds us of how important our small part is when it's part of something big and strong and even miraculous as a bridge made of grass. Second, we in this congregation may not be building a bridge across a raging river, but we are building a bridge together, a way toward our future, our shared vision. May we all build our bridge together like the Inca Grass Bridge Builders. Friends, I miss being there with you in our sanctuary. It is not quite the same, and yet, when I look at 71 connections here, and that represents on Zoom sometimes two or more people in a room, I close my eyes and I feel that full sanctuary. We are there. I invite you to rest on that notion, knowing that we are here. We are here together. Spirit of life, let us feel embraced by many in a time of few embraces. Let no one feel alone right now. Sitting at home with no one coming over, no people to go see, a job on hold or gone for now, uncertain when this fog will lift, you might feel alone but you are not alone. You are unalone. Let us know we are unalone because this congregation is thinking of one another, as we always are, calling one another, praying together, checking in and helping to spread cheer. People are caring for your well-being. And you are on alone because so many people share or offer empathy for your lost wedding plans, lost memorial, graduation, lost time with family, lost once in a lifetime trip and more that has slipped away, at least for now. We share and offer our deep compassion with one another. And you are on alone because there are so many people who share your worry for family, who have risk factors and who lack protection. And you are on alone because you are needed now more than in ordinary times. Your presence here or a letter or email or a reassuring word on the phone, you are needed more now. People are longing for your presence in their life. And you are on alone because our neighbors in this county and across the country need your help. This crisis has placed inequality in stark relief and suffering is stretched across a widening gap of those who have safety and stimulus checks and those on the front lines or forgotten workers 
the people who get no government help, including tax-paying undocumented workers and poor people most at risk. Whether you're struggling financially or emotionally, or whether you're feeling numb, you are unalone. You are cared for. Your struggles are valid and your presence is dearly needed. Let us be comforted that though we are physically far from one another, we are further from alone than ever. Let us be encouraged by the bridges others are building and let us reach out and build our own bridges across the gaps in our lives, wherever we can. Amen. And we have a reading by Jan Tadeo. This is an excerpt from Three Things. Here's an adage I've always liked. Don't just do something, stand there. Stand in the surf or sit on a rock or lay your body across the earthy loam and be quiet, very quiet. Do you hear it? That still small voice, the echo of your soul, reverberating with the call of your own true self to emerge. Then the calm within becomes the calm without. The storm blows over, the sun recovers its position of strength, and that glorious symbol of hope and unity emerges across the sky. At the end of this rainbow, a treasure. The three things you must do. Go outside yourself and know the needs of the world. Go within and discover your life-given gifts. Then arch yourself like a rainbow bridge between the two and create a more beautiful world. The bridges made by the Incas were simple suspension bridges. The Quechua Shaka Bridge in Peru is the last remaining grass suspension bridge. It's been in existence for over five centuries. And there's now a modern bridge nearby for car traffic. Yet the people still use the grass suspension bridge to cross over by foot. Every year in June, they gather to renew the bridge. And over three days of work, prayer, and celebration, a new bridge is created. What does a bridge mean to us? Certainly it is a way to get from one point to another, a crossing that we would not be otherwise able to take because of a gorge, a river, and something impass impassable. And right now we have a different kind of obstacle, a virus that keeps us from physically walking a bridge together. So we need to rethink how we envision our bridge. 
our connections with each other. And right now we are doing just that. We are meeting virtually for Sunday service instead of physically gathering in person. Last week, I attended a panel via Zoom, of course, on religious freedom during a pandemic. And a rabbi who was on the panel commented that worship communities are often viewed as high-touch presence, not necessarily high-tech presence. But is there a reason we can't embrace this new way of being able to worship together? That rabbi later shared his plans for Passover Seder. It will be him at the table with his laptop and his worship community joining him via Zoom. One promise I've made myself these past few weeks is to reach out to someone each day. One morning I found myself texting someone who had shared a kindness a few weeks back. And I immediately got a call back from the woman and she invited me to attend online meditation sessions that she's running. I've been going to these meditation sessions ever since. Many of the people who attend live in New York City. And right now they're afraid to even leave their apartment buildings. I can't even begin to describe the connection of sitting with a group of people I barely know and coming to a place of calm. Being able to share with them in the collected struggle, just breathing together, has anchored me during this difficult time. We need connection with others, but we must also have connection with ourselves. Reverend Tadeo urges us to go within and discover our life-given gifts. One of the things that I cherish the most about the story of the Inca's grass bridge is that everyone comes together with their individual gifts. Naomi King affirms, we are all blessings to this world. Our work of building bridges of connection by finding, naming, and affirming those blessings we are is work of nurturing our spirits and healing our world. As we go deeper within ourselves, we learn to recognize our gifts. And some of the check-ins I've been able to take part in, I hear about things that bring people joy, like favorite pastimes and crafts. I've heard many different accounts of gifts being given, such as the joyful paintings left for others to enjoy, friendship rocks left on the trail, chalk drawings on driveways, and teddy bears waving from windows. In some cities like New York City, children and adults are displaying rainbows in their windows as a sign of hope. There's a Google map called the Rainbow Connection that has inspired some to make their daily walks into rainbow scavenger hunts. Gifts can be things we give, but there is also strength in accepting gifts from others, especially at this time. The simple act of grocery shopping for someone is a nurturing way to draw connection. 
the acceptance of those groceries is just as meaningful. As we resurface, we come back to our greater community. Another way we can build bridges is with our surrounding community by welcoming others. Today, I have the honor of sharing photos of the Black Lives Matter sign that is now on display. The sign is sponsored by the Racial Justice Committee. I'd like to read the mission of the committee to promote a more inclusive and anti-oppressive community through action-oriented initiatives, supporting racial equity. Our focus areas include, one, education and awareness, two, advocacy and action, and three, relationship development and engagement. In discussions with the broader social justice committee, and Reverend Pippin, we discussed our congregation's support of true Akatink colors and Black Lives Matter. Today, we celebrate having both signs up to demonstrate our support. We can go outside ourselves and know the needs of the world. We take our gifts with us, whether it's the grass we gathered, our weaving skills, our ability to lash a rope from one side of the embankment to the other. And we work together to secure and tighten it, fashion a place to put our feet and take a moment to marvel at our handiwork. When it is ready, we step on the bridge together. May we know that with the help of each other and this community, we can share our gifts with the world and transform it. In this transformation, there will be times of quiet, sadness, healing, and wholeness. And there will be beauty, whether it comes in the form of a grass suspension bridge or a rainbow painting hung in the front window. So may it be. Amen. We extinguish this chalice, but we do not extinguish the connection, the inspiration, the warmth of community, our heartfelt convictions. We take the sparks kindled here and let them shine out through the week in all the ways you touch the world. And now Nancy will lead us in our blessing of fellowship invite you now to join in our community blessing with the words of David Bumbaugh. This church is dedicated to the proposition that behind all our differences and beneath all our diversity, there is a unity that makes us one and binds us forever together in spite of time and death and the space between the stars. We pause now in silent witness to that unity. Be a rainbow this week. Across whatever gulf is in your life, whatever broken space or gap, do something to build a bridge 
share a stimulus check if you don't really need it. Attend a coffee hour just to be present. Seek connection. Give connection. Give justice and love and whatever gift is in your heart. Go out this week. Go out in all the ways you can. Reach out and build a bridge. Amen. <laughs>